Hey there. This week, May 13th, the 17th only, I will be rerunning a special series about conscious and intentional manifestation based on Eckhart Tolle's relaunch of his top-rated online course called The Spiritual Guide to Conscious Manifestation. Now, he typically runs this every year, but it's been on hiatus since June of 2021. So I wanted to, you know, celebrate this relaunch because it's such a popular series and he has so much wisdom and insight to share on the topic. And he's of higher consciousness, according to ConsciousnessCalibrations.com, which should be no wonder to any of us. So... In addition to this special five-part series I'm doing on the podcast this week, which you're going to hear references maybe to 2021, so ignore those because this is my preemptive shot at letting you know that's the case. But Eckhart has two free five-part mini-series that he always does with uh, launches of his online course. You can see his teaching style and what you're going to learn. And the first one is called The Power of Conscious Manifestation. And the second one is How to Consciously Manifest in Today's World. You can get instant access to both of these in the links in the podcast notes below or simply go to themindbodyspiritnetwork.com on our homepage. It's our featured uh, top billing event for the month of May. So you'll see it right on top and you can get access to all that good stuff there. Now, on to today's episode. Well, hello, and welcome to your weekly dose of higher consciousness. I'm your happy host and trumpeter of truth, Liz Garcia. And every week, it's my intention to bring you into the understandings of where true power really exists and put into context levels of consciousness. Now, what are higher levels of consciousness that many of us these days aspire to? And what are the lower levels of consciousness that are buried in our energy fields that are keeping us from attaining those higher levels and aligning with balance and freedom and um, good-humored fun? (laughs) So, and the other intention is to help you understand how to let go of the lower levels of consciousness so that you can step into true happiness and true enjoyment and lovingness of yourself. So this week, I promised that I would discuss levels of consciousness as it pertains to emotions. And every level of consciousness on Dr. Hawkins' map of consciousness has an emotion that is um, tied to it. So there's an emotion that has an energy level that exists at each level of consciousness. And I really want to hit home that consciousness is really just energy. It's a vibration. And if you know of someone who you would consider a gray gray cloud versus someone in Susie Sunshine, there's a, a vast contrast in energy levels going on there. Someone who's a gray cloud has got these lower vibrations, lower levels of consciousness, and you can see it around them if you're, you know, you have that ability and then you know Susie Sunshine she's optimistic happy and loving it's a very different level of consciousness to be that way so today's topic is we're going to hit on the emotions and I want you to think about what predominant emotions are you running in your life would you say you got to be honest with yourself 
What are you feeling? You know, you're not the same every day, but you have a predominant emotion. What is that? And what's your, like, or what's your predominant high emotion? And what's your predominant low one? And let's, let's figure out where you are on the map and how you can let go of those lower levels of emotions. And how do you know when you've let go of them is more importantly is to understand the map of consciousness because you may be running a low-level emotion like fear or guilt or shame as an example. But if you find yourself stepping into anger, it's actually a good thing. There's more power in it to help dissolve and let go of the, the, the guilt and shame and fear that may be running on lower levels. And then you just have to come into the awareness that on the map of consciousness, anger is still a low-level emotion, and you got to let go of that too. So just knowing it could be a process of going up the map on the lower levels as you learn to let go. However, if you're running some higher levels of consciousness, which you likely are if you have any interest in this topic, you have power to make leaps in consciousness, which I have discovered in myself. Like I may be running lower stuff, but sometimes I can just jump right up into neutral or acceptance and let them go, which is if you can do that, there's tons of power to help you let go and dissolve those lower levels of emotion. So before we get started on our topic, think about what are the emotions that are predominantly running in your life, and then I'm going to tell you where you're at on the map and what you need to do about it. But before we do, we start off every episode with uh, Dr. David R. Hawkins' 100 Ways to Happiness, and he he has provided 101 Ways to Happiness, and students of his compiled all of his lectures into a bo the book of slides, which I'm showing to you, those of you who can see it on video, which you can find on Amazon, below in our links, in any of our, our podcasts, you'll find links to all of this, or directly on his website at veritaspub.com. So today's 101 Ways to Happiness is Tip number 18, realize that all value that you put on anything is arbitrary, <laughs> okay? You're coming from a particular level of consciousness for whom things have value or not, right? So we're all deciding and perceiving from our own level of consciousness what it is that is of value to us. So... Because it's an individualized thing, it really is arbitrary what you choose to put value on. So, and it's, it's, it's a letting go of positionalities thing. It's a becoming neutral. You can still love and appreciate something and value it for whatever it is that's meaningful to you. But you got to let go of um, thinking you have to prove it to anyone else it's of value, for one thing. Don't hold the position on it. Allow all others to, to have their own perceptions and value what is meaningful to them. I mean, we all came into this world to experience things on a, on a wide variety of topics um, and points of view. And if God were sitting here chatting right now, which if you've read Conversations with God, God would essentially say the same thing, you know. God is all being. God is you and I. If you have the awareness, and if you just be aware that higher levels of consciousness are aware that the presence of God is in every single one of us. And 
though you haven't had that experience, many uh, many people have. I have I have experienced high levels of consciousness where my awareness of the presence of divinity was clear. Just know that it exists and that you don't have to think. You can talk directly to God in the mirror, right? You can look in the mirror and talk to God. You don't have to think that God's like, you know, beyond your grasp. God is present within the, re with the response of someone else talking to you, right? Depending on the level of consciousness, too, that you're, you're, you're you got you to understand levels of consciousness, right? Hmm. Excuse me while I have a sip of my yummy drink. All right. So I'm going to read out of the book that um, you got to realize that all value that you contribute to anything is arbitrary. And um, don't make it a position. Positionality is a low level of consciousness. So because you value it, it does not mean that it is so. Okay? It just means that you value it. The only value that is independent of personal opinion is the scale of consciousness. Okay, this is, this is just another reason why it's in, significant to come into understanding of levels of consciousness where true power really is, right? True alignment really is. And an example of valuing something that's of lower consciousness is to value glamour. Glamorization is of lower consciousness. And you can kind of feel the energy if you contrast the feeling of glamorization versus inner beauty, right? Has a different energy, a different feel. So you can, there's no judgment in valuing glamour. However, if you were to look at the map of consciousness and realize that glamorization is of lower consciousness, you might decide to choose differently. You might decide to choose inner beauty or beauty in general, right? You don't need to glamorize beauty. You accept it for the essence of God that you are, the essence of divinity that you are, and kind of change your, you know, glamorization is fine, but just know you're focused on an energy field that isn't true. It doesn't hold any truth because divinity knows that your inner beauty and the beauty that you are is infinitely greater than your little focus on glamour glamorization as an example so so the only value that is independent of personal opinion is the scale of consciousness indicating a precise mathematical level okay valued and looked at from consciousness itself many would disregard that also as having any value <laughs> right some people are definitely going to dismiss the map of consciousness right? Because it doesn't serve the ego for one thing. But that's okay. You know, you just, you don't know any better and you're operating from lower levels where you would dismiss the map of consciousness. You don't, you're not there yet. The understanding's not there or the acceptance. So, so even that, which is of confirmatory, confirmatory value would not be valuable in another person's eyes. Doesn't matter. Like movies. We did movies last week. Movies of higher consciousness will not be valued by everybody, right? Some will like stick to around, you know, there's like Disney movies that are just fun and beautiful and loving in the 200s or something, right? 
they're not a value to someone who's an intellectual, as an example, right? Someone who's a little more intellectual or spiritually minded would not necessarily value that as much as something else. So this is kind of where all levels of consciousness serve the levels of consciousness that it serves. It's not better than because you can have a movie that calibrates at a thousand on the map, but no one would get it, right? Because we're not even close. So you got to put the map, every level serves the level below it for sure, even at lower levels, right? There's a lot of low level of consciousness um, movies, as an example, that serves lower levels below it. You know, it's kind of help bringing people up. You just don't want to hang out there if you want a happy, healthy, long life, right? You got to understand where true power is. And true aligning with true power is aligning, getting the cells of your body vibrating at a level that's healthy and not going to give you cancer, right? Resentment and bitterness is a vibration of cancer, just so you know. Uh, okay. So, so many people will disregard the map of consciousness because they're just not there yet. It's okay. In our culture, you know, the culture of the United States, honesty and integrity are virtues. However, there are other cultures in which honesty and integrity is idiotic and stupid. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny, but true, because they're not there yet. They're not even close to being the attractor field of integrity and honesty. They're not even close. They're in survival mode. You know, running at lower levels, like way below 200, they're in survival mode, and they're not even have any inkling that higher levels exist because they're not there. They're just trying to survive, right? So on the other side of the world, if the price of an object is $6 and you sell it for $6, they say you're an idiot. <laughs> Now, how do you accommodate yourself to a culture that thinks that truth and honesty is a defect? That's a huge contrast. It's diametrically opposed to who you are. If you care about honesty and integrity, you're not going to be able to speak to people that think you're stupid about it, that they, they think you got something wrong. I think last week we spoke about um, Plato. Plato, who was genius level, you know, 485 on the map of consciousness, said, Love is a mental disease. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty funny. Love is way higher on the map of consciousness than Plato. Love starts at 500. Plato was 485, and he didn't have that awareness. You know, that's pretty huge. That's a huge leap in consciousness, even from 485 to 500, to come to the awareness that love is the truth. So it's kind of funny. you got to let go of judging anyone who's operating from lower levels of consciousness at all because you're not there. I've been there, so I've experienced it, and I know what, know what to look for, and I understand. But I still find myself judging others when we can't judge because when you're in that attractor field, you're like the glass ceiling is all around you, right? You can't break free until you break free of that level. So... So now how do you accommodate yourself to a, quote, to a culture that thinks that truth and honesty is a defect? It's a little hard to figure how you're going to accommodate something that is diametrically opposed to your own set of values. So this is where clarifying goals and ideals comes in, which we spoke about last week. You really got to get clear on what you value, what your goals and ideals are, and realize that all value is arbitrary. 
right? It's all arbitrary. And realize there are huge cultures in which honesty is not valued, but actually regarded as stupidity. <laughs> I love that. That's just too funny. <laughs> and as you break free from the lower levels of the consciousness, you can be self-deprecating and find them find it funny. And to have a good sense of humor is actually of higher consciousness. Like it's um, to have a good sense of humor is like 345 on the map of consciousness. And I got the good sense of humor thing nailed. So I feel pretty confident on my level of consciousness as, as it regards to having a good sense of humor. I got that in my mix for sure. And I think it's funny that honesty would be considered stupidity in other cultures. <laughs> you don't really want to go live there, though. You'd have a hard time. All right. So today we're talking about emotions on the map of consciousness. And I'm going to show the, show the page again the map of consciousness, which you can get. Those who are listening won't see it, but try to show it to those viewers what the map of consciousness has six columns on it. And again, if you're new, if this material is new to you, you're going to want to get Dr. Hawkins. Hold on, let me get the book. Dr. Hawkins' original book on all of his decades of research into consciousness is called Power Versus Force. Again, there's links to this everywhere and you can if you know how to google it on amazon or you'll find it no problem power versus force he's a renowned spiritual teacher and researcher into the science of consciousness and truth all right so today on the map of consciousness there's six columns which i showed you that those of you who could see it one of those columns is called emotion and we've already done um the other three columns that we would do, we, we've already done process, we've done self-view and God-view. So if you look back in other episodes, I go in deeper to each level um, of consciousness on these different ways he's kind of, of segmented the research. So I did a whole episode on God-view, and I asked, you know, what's your God-view? And then we spoke about, if your God view is this, this is the level of consciousness you're operating from on this particular topic. And then there's a, a level of self-view. I asked again, how do you view yourself? What's the first thing that comes to you, right? And be like, I'm worth an unworthy. <laughs> if you think you're, I mean, we all think we're unworthy. Unconsciously is unconscious, mass consciousness of unworthiness. That's insidious. But anyway, hopefully you don't, I, I turned it around on that particular video gave you another point of view to look at that I think many of you who would be listening this to this could kind of redirect consciously your self-view, redirect consciously your God view. And today I'm hoping to help you redirect consciously the predominant emotion running in your day-to-day -day life. So we're gonna start at the bottom of the map. <laughs> And we're going to read the different levels of consciousness and what the emotion is going on there. So, at the level of shame, which is 20 on the map, the emotion is humiliation. That's a very, very low level of consci consciousness to be humiliated all the time. This is the level of consciousness. If you're, it's unlikely you're running that. I mean, we all run this on occasion. But if you're running it as a continual vibration, a continual experience, a continual 
attractor field of that level of energy, you're likely thinking about suicide or could be. And if you're thinking about suicide, you need to understand that you're just operating from a level of consciousness that would bring this feeling to you. You can let go of it. I highly recommend you get help for it, though. There is help for it. There is a way out of that feeling. But it requires help when you're operating this low. Or at least come into awareness that there's other levels to choose and you can break free from it. But typically you need higher levels of consciousness, which is in with all of us, to get out of there. However, um, at that level, you, you need somebody else. But again, if you knew someone who's running at this level, they are unlikely to ask for help. I mean, this is a level of despair where you wouldn't ask for help. Okay. The next level of consciousness is guilt, which is 30 on the map, and the emotion there is blame. Guilt and blame are problematic in our society. And I even caught myself, you catch yourself wanting to make someone else feel guilty. Like I caught myself doing that today with a family member. I'm like, I was thinking it. I wasn't going to say it. I'm like, you know what? I just I was paying attention to the thought and the feeling. I'm like, I'm not going to throw guilt at them. This is victimhood garbage that I want to. I'm not going to play the victim. I promised myself the no more victimhood, and I'm not going to make someone else feel guilty and shameful. That's just so low. To to want someone to feel blame and shame is super low. You don't want to do that to anyone. That that's hor that's the lowest thing you can do. Blame and shame and make anyone feel guilty is rotten tomatoes, baby. All right. Next up on the map is apathy and hatred at 50 on the map of consciousness. The emotion there is despair. I've been in despair. It's harsh. It's harsh. You do not want to hang out in despair. You need other levels of consciousness to get you out of there. Um, next up is grief at 75 on the map. The emotion there is regret. So what I'm asking you to do is as I discuss the emotions on the map, find out where you are on some things and realize you've got to get out of that emotion. You've got to let go of that emotion. And that's where the mechanism of letting go and how to let go becomes helpful. I can recognize despair and I can be with it or depression. I've already done that. I've done an episode on depression where I'm just with it and I help you understand how to be with it. And as you're with it and you're acknowledging consciously, I'm willing to let go of this emotion of despair. I'm willing to be with it. It starts to lighten and it goes away. And you'll discover this in my episodes. You know, I talk about what am I just, you know, I pay attention to what's going on when these lower levels show up. These lower level emotions show up. I discuss that, you know, many times I'm feeling like, oh, my God, this is never going to go. I'm going to be in despair forever. It's not true. <laughs> and then I remember, okay, this is just something that I've asked to come to my awareness to start to let go of. So as you let go and as I'm talking about the emotions going up the map, remember, you may have to go through some of them. You may not be able to make the leap up into courage and neutral. You may have to actually process the energy out at each level, possibly. I've experienced both. I've had to process each level out as it came up, 
And sometimes I'd process out whatever it was, like despair or depression, and go right into productivity and acceptance. So there can be leaps, for sure, depending on your own level of consciousness on many things. So just know that because you may feel some blame and shame running in your energy field, you can let it go. And you may come up into despair about it, where you're going to have to let it go again. But each time you let go, I promise you, the emotion, the feeling gets lighter. And that's how you know you've let it go. And I use the, um, the metaphor of like an, over, an overinflated tire. You've got to let some of that air out. And that's, what, that's what's happening in the mechanism of letting go. The buried or suppressed emotion is coming up. And the energy of it is whatever it is. And it's an invitation to say, oh, okay, this has to come out. It doesn't mean anything. That's really important to know. Just because you're feeling it doesn't mean anything. And I, the mind immediately wants to make meaning out of it. So let go of the meaning and just be with the, the emotion. And I've been able to plow through some low levels of emotion pretty quickly using this technique. So today, I just want you to become aware of the map of emotions and understand that you you may not be able to make the leap, but sometimes you totally can. So I don't want you to get frustrated that you might have to go through the, up the ladder, through the all of the things that I'm describing today is going up the ladder. Okay, so after despair and grief is grief, the emotion is regret. In fear, I bet you can guess what the emotion is. If you're operating at the level of fear at 100, the emotion is anxiety. At the level of desire, at 125, the emotion is cravingness, like wanting, 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 but it's a disappointment. You're never going to get it because there's always expected disappointment. That's the energy. So it's a craving of wanting something so bad, but knowing you're never going to get it because you, you're expecting disappointment and unworthiness is running, you know, like you don't deserve it, whatever. Okay, up at the level of anger is 150. The emotion is hatred. Now, I had the experience where I got, I could feel myself having so much anger that it wanted to go into hatred. And I felt like I was going down the tubes. And I recognized hatred showing up. I'm like, I'm not going there because I'm not willing to go down the tube with that to, into grief and despair and blame and shame and humiliation. And I'm like, that's like kind of the energy. What it does, it pulls you down. If you're not gonna, if you're gonna feel worse about it, you can. <laughs> All right. So, and then the other side of anger is righteousness, and scorn is the emotion. So, at the level of anger, the emotion is hatred, and then you jump up into scornfulness at 175. So, and that's the level of pride is 175. So to be scornful is actually a good sign if you're coming up from lower levels. So it's a, I, I like to have the map of consciousness like on a piece of paper, on a card, like a flashcard. It's readily available. So where I see where I'm at, like I'm feeling rage right now. And then I look and if I can let it go and then I jump into lightness, I'm like, oh, I feel neutral now. I realize, okay, I let it go. It worked. I feel better. Or I always talk about going from anger to righteous pride. And I knew when I jumped into righteous pride that I was on my way. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm willing to be righteous and prideful right now because I know I just jumped out of, I let go of anger and hatred. 
So you kind of have to play with it and be grateful for those higher low-level emotions when they show up because it's the opportunity to let go of those as well. Okay, so now when we jump up to the level of courage, the emotion is affirmation, and I talk about this every time. Affirmation is an energy, an ability to affirm something. And I've always felt like I could not affirm something that wasn't true because I realized that I had lower level of emotions that wasn't, the energy wasn't there for it. So if you have a lower level of emotion, energy, um, you've got to become aware of it so that you can then step into affirmation. So when you start to let go of this, this lower level stuff, like when you get rid of righteous pride as the last level, you know, pride goes before the fall, right? Pride is the level of consciousness where you fall energetically. And you can start to affirm something like, I am a good person. If you're running lower levels, you'll have a hard time saying that because you'll doubt it. You'll, when fear and doubt and stuff is running in an affirmation, that's a sign to say, okay, I've got to work it. I've got to work the affirmation a different way, which is what we've been doing the whole time, right? So let's say you can't affirm something like I am happy. You can't affirm that because you're not there yet and you don't believe you could ever be there. So the affirmation is a great – when you start getting into affirmations, you have the ability or willingness to let go of something. I'm willing to release the need to be angry right now is an affirmation that's easier to say than saying, I am, I'm happy. I'm not angry, right? You can't say I'm not angry when you're running anger. So I'm willing to release the need to be angry is an affirmation that works. And it's like, uh, it's a power play in consciousness to use willingness and understanding. And I repeat this all the time. These are processes in consciousness that are of higher powers. Willingness, acceptance, and understanding, all of those are great parts of the process in your affirmations. All right. So if you have the ability to affirm things positively and feel like if it's true, you're running higher energies. You're running higher levels of consciousness. The next level is neutrality at 250, and the emotion there is trust, just to be trusting. If you're not trusting and skeptical, you're running lower levels of emotion. Skepticism is like 190, I think, right? It's, it's kind of a prideful level of energy to be skeptical. Because you think you know what's, what is true and what's not true. Okay, willingness at 310, the emotion there is optimism, right? If you're genuinely optimistic, you're running a higher level of consciousness at the level of willingness. So it's a good sign. Like, if you're generally optimistic on a few topics, then yay for you. <laughs> you're running some higher levels of consciousness on some topics. Use that to your benefit and choose to be optimistic about something else. How can you? You know, I'm willing to be optimistic about something else. That could be an affirmation. Use optimism, right, as an, a part of an, an affirmation. Okay, next up is the level of acceptance at 350. The emotion there is forgiveness. And um, this is the level, 
when you can get into forgiveness, this is pretty huge. Acceptance is a spiritual gateway, just so you know. And Dr. Hawkins has said as much, and the love and the teachings of Abraham and Esther and Jerry Hicks say the same thing. You've got to be willing to accept you're the creator of your own experience. And this energy level of acceptance is a level where you're willing to forgive and take responsibility for your own life and your own actions and your own results, right? This is truly stepping into true power. You're not giving away your power anymore. You're accepting it that you're the creator. And I have to say, when I had my quantum spiritual awakening back in 2003, and I was experiencing vast ranges of consciousness from very high to very low, like in the presence of divinity to not in the presence of divinity. I heard from spirit. I have, you know, I broke into clear audience where I hear from spirit, non-physical beings say to me, you are the creator of your own experience. And I heard it and I had to accept it. I accepted it right then. I heard it loud and clear. You're the creator. I'm like, okay, <laughs> crap. I was creating something I didn't want in a big way. Half of it I wanted, the other half I didn't. So anyway, this is a good energy field to feel around. How forgiving are you? This is not a judgment because this is a higher level of consciousness. To come into forgiveness. How can you step into forgiveness in some areas of your life? Work with the energy of it. It's huge, 350 350 on the map of consciousness is the level of consciousness that solves problems. So with that understanding, where can you forgive in your life and access that level of consciousness? Access that impersonal attractor field, that impersonal energy field of true power and be willing to forgive something. Forgiving yourself is a great place to start because as you forgive yourself, you realize you don't need to forgive anyone for anything because they're all, we're all being who we are and who we are capable of being at every moment of every day. So forgiveness is another powerful emotion to tap into in your own evolution of consciousness. Next up after forgiveness is understanding, which is the level of consciousness of reason. I feel like this is a pretty easy one. If you're, you went to college... And, you know, you were fairly studious and un you, you mastered topics. You have this within you to use the power of the mind. Why not? It's more powerful than forgiveness is understanding. There's more power in, power, power in understanding than forgiveness. But I think you've got to work with both of them, likely, because we all are working with all of these. So if you're, you know, pretty conscious intellectually, studious, grasped many topics, use your understanding of forgiveness. Use them. I, I like to mix the different levels to kind of master where you're at, right? And make quantum leaps in your uh, own level of consciousness by use, understanding where the power is and use it. Next up is the level of love, which is 500, and the emotion is reverence. And I can attest to this level of consciousness, you feel reverence for life in general, and I've been there. It's, 
it's a huge leap in consciousness for any of us to jump into the level, the nonlinear level now. This is nonlinear. This is the spiritual domain to come into the awareness of love being the truth and all that matters. And feeling the reverence for lovingness is huge. It's huge. And that's a kind of a leap for anyone. But to have reverence for something, there's plenty of things in life we can have reverence for, right? Small children, small animals, loving beings, you know, have reverence for like um, spiritual leaders that are truly coming from the heart. Many of them are, or some of them are not, right? The next up uh, level is the level of joy, which I spoke, I've spoken to many times that it's a very rare individual that ever reaches this level of consciousness. Point four, four tenths of 1% of the planet ever reaches this level of consciousness. And the emotion there is serenity. And I promise you, when you remove the inner blocks to joy and serenity at this level, you are not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I've never experienced anything like the experience of inner joy. It's huge. I could spend the rest of my life there locked in a room and be quite content to be in the presence of my own inner joy. It's huge. Okay, so the emotion there is serenity. Then as you get into um, the first level of consciousness that would be considered enlightened is the level of peace at 600, and the emotion there is bliss. And I can't, I can't say I've ever entered bliss. I went from like, from reverence, serenity, and more like God intoxicated ecstasy is what I've experienced. I, I, I couldn't bliss is kind of lit, kind of tame relative to what I've experienced at higher levels of consciousness. And then as you go up into the seven hundred to a thousand, which is all enlightened states, not of this world. I promise you. The emotion is ineffable, meaning you can't explain it. You have to be in it. And um, Dr. Hawkins talks about it all the time. Ineffable is um, stunning beauty, like beyond description. You can't describe it because it's not of this world. So that is the emotions on the map of consciousness. And hopefully you have a better understanding of where you're at on your emotional you know, where are you at in your emotional level of consciousness? And where could you, you know, make some changes? Set the compass for something new now that you have a better understanding of where you're at. Where can I set my intention? What's doable for me? Can I be forgiving of myself right now? Maybe you can. Maybe you could use understanding of forgiveness to become forgiving of yourself and start there. Or start wherever on the map works for you. Because if you're running lower levels, that lower level is not going to be easy. You know, the lower levels are like, eh, you know, I'm keeping you down in the bucket with the crabs. So you've got to figure out what, what can you let go of first to get into those higher realms. Now, I think I forgot to mention the weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz. I mentioned it, but I didn't say what it was this week. Hold on. So this week's weekly dose of higher consciousness quiz we're looking at um, what Dr. Hawkins calls other denotations of spiritual um, hierarchy, spiritual reality. So spiritual reality is 500 and above typically, 
and that's where most of us have no awareness of what it is or what it's like. So today we're looking at angels, archangels, what Dr. Hawkins calls Native American Great Spirit. And one of the, th I usually only do three things, but today we're looking at four things because I think it's interesting. And that is the statement, or the word God as an intellectual concept. So what's of highest consciousness? Angels, archangels, Native American Great Spirit, or the word God as an intellectual concept. Now, that's kind of a giveaway what level that is, intellectual concept. What is the level of consciousness when it comes to the intellect? That's a, a hint for you guys. So I'm going to sit with that for just a second, have a sip of my passion fruit sparkly water, and then let's talk about it. So. Let's talk about the lowest level of consciousness here, which all of these are of higher consciousness, but the spiritual domain is 500 or above. The word God as an intellectual concept is in the 400s, and it calibrates at 460. So when you speak of God from the intellect, you're not really speaking from the highest level of truth or understanding of God. You're just speaking of it from the level of the intellect. So the word God as an intellectual concept calibrates at 460 was on the map of consciousness. Angels, or the concept of angels, you think, do they really exist? Oh, yes, they do. And I went to many, uh, quite a few spiritual healers right after I had my quantum spiritual awakening because I, had to, I was devastated by it and need to come into understanding as to what I had gone through. But Several spiritual healers that I went to said, Liz, you are surrounded by an entourage of angels. <laughs> and I'm like, thank God. And <laughs> I, I, I didn't question it because I understood it was required at the time. So angels calibrated 500 and up on the map of consciousness. So there's a wide range of angelic realms that at work with the human domain. I mean, it's, it's, it's within the human domain, you know, zero to a thousand on the map that it's no wonder that angels are around us. They're, they're of a level of consciousness that are helpful to humanity. So angels calibrate at 500, which is the level of love and above. The great, the Native American great spirit calibrates at 850 on the map of consciousness, which is huge. This is an ineffable experience. And the reason I put it on today's quiz is because I have been in the presence of what is I could only have described as Native American Great Spirit. Now, I live in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. And one morning I woke up into a higher state of awareness. I can't say that I was at that level, but I felt in the presence of what I could only have described as Native American Great Spirit. That calibrates at 850 on the map of consciousness, which is huge. It's a huge leap. 10 to the 850th power is huge relative to 500. And the, the experience was profoundly, stunningly beautiful, and you would never want to leave that presence ever. It's, 
and it's beyond it's beyond description because it's an it's it's an experience you just have to have and i had it and i'm it was huge to feel the beauty and the grace of native american spirit and i live in the land that you know colorado was where i live used to be you nation you indians and it was really um incredible to feel reverence and beauty and love and understanding for what Native Americans kind of honor and acknowledge. They know they this knowingness. Another interesting point about the level of 850 is that God's will calibrates at 850. And the understanding that like God's will for you is significantly higher than your own will for yourself as it relates to level of consciousness. And if God's will is for all of us to come into this awareness at 850, it's phenomenally huge. I highly recommend it. <laughs> so last on the list is archangels. And Dr. Hawkins had an experience that he describes. And I've been there where he's been. And he talks about being in the depths of hell, which the depths of hell is beyond description. It's an ineffable experience as well on the negative side. And I've been there where he's been. And he said, Archangels got him out of that one. <laughs> Archangels calibrated 50,000 on the map of consciousness. And Christ and the Buddha are at 1,000, which is way beyond our own. Anything above 600 is beyond the mind to even imagine. I, uh, I assure you, it's not of this world. 50,000 is like, you know, you would like dissolve into like a fairy dust in the presence of an archangel. And Hawkins, Dr. Hawkins kind of had the same sentiment. Like, but where he was at, at levels of consciousness, he needed an archangel to get him out of there. And I had the experience of higher consciousness coming to help me out of seriously dark levels of consciousness that I was confronted with. So. Anyway, angels, God, archangels, they're all there to ask for the help. And that's what, how Dr. Hawkins came into enlight, highly enlightened states is when he called out to God, God, if you exist, please come help me. And boom, God was there. <laughs> and that's where Hawkins awakened into enlightened states of being. So if you're in desperation of anything, call on angels, archangels, great American spirit, there are incredibly high levels of consciousness, and you will welcome their presence. <laughs> so that's it for this week's weekly dose of higher consciousness. I hope you find every week building on one, building on another. Just keep shoring up the context, putting everything into context as to what's really true and what exists, what's, what's out there possibility-wise as to high levels of consciousness. Thank you so much for joining me. Again, my name is Liz Grossier, your happy host and trumpeter of truth. And if you like what's going on here, share it with your friends, make comments, suggestions, follow my podcast at trumpeteroftruthradio.com. You can find it all over, you know, Apple, iTunes, whatever, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find downloadable apps, you'll find this podcast there. And if you want to email me with questions or comments, you can send it to Liz, I'm sorry, Liz at trumpetertruth.com. 
see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Hey there, lovey Lou. If you are new to your weekly dose of Higher Consciousness podcast or an avid listener, I have something just for you. I created a landing page with all of my playlists in one place. So for new listeners, I created a playlist called Foundational Basics. This is where you will want to begin to come up to speed on your understanding of the map of consciousness, a proven energy scale for realizing your ultimate potential by Dr. David R. Hawkins, and with where we are now. For avid listeners, I've created playlists for all of my popular topics like 1001 Ways to Be of Higher Consciousness, 1001 Ways to Let Go of, those great higher consciousness quizzes that helps you uh, test your your intuition and develop discernment skills, tools for transformation, high vibe book recommendations, and my general main topics. You can find all of these playlists on the website at themindbodyspiritnetwork.com forward slash podcast, or you can find it in the link below in the show notes. Now back to today's episode.